Well, welcome. Thank you guys for coming um, to Landmines of Social Media. And uh, so one of the things that we were going to do, we, we, we decided not to, and you may be thankful for that. One of the things we were going to start out by doing <laughs> was collecting all the cell phones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anybody in here, would you have a problem giving up your cell phone? Somebody said, please, right? Hey, please, Kelly. please take Look my cell you, phone. But there you go. But the, the point was we wanted you to kind of experience the world where we feel the safest when it comes to social media because um, we are, we're quickly getting into an area where we're reaching further than we've ever reached. We're going to countries that uh, are, are finding places and ways to go to countries where we've never been able to do that. And which is exciting. We're seeing the work, we're seeing God move in a miraculous ways through nationals and through other field workers to take the gospel to people, people groups that are not receptive to the gospel and to countries that are not receptive to the gospel. But in social, the social media world, that causes some real problems. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today is um, not only the problems, but some solutions, some things that maybe you can think about as you move forward um, in the ideal world. The ideal world would be that every person who interacts with a field worker or someone who is uh, in a recreative access, they would know the language. They would know what to say and what not to say in order to, you know, that, so it wouldn't bring somebody into danger. And so that's the mindset we want to enter into this as we move forward. Um, let me start out by introducing our panel here. These are the real uh, people who know all the real things about social media, and I'm just here to uh, really just to be in the way. So uh, we'll start out with Lauren Biggs. Lauren is the um, media and content coordinator for IM. Um, we, she's been with IM since. Um, oh yeah, we have that too. Uh, she's been with IM for since February of 2020. What a Great time for her to come on board. Um, then we have Christy Johnson. She's the communications and development manager for IM and just doing a fantastic job. She's been with us uh, in that role for about a year and worked with us. You know, she was a missionary for 25 years and then worked with us kind of in transition for a little while, but she's with us now. And then Jacob. Jacob is working in southern France. Um, we, we look at things from the United States side and we see how things work from this perspective, but Jacob is in the mix of it. And so with that, we're going to begin our questions. Um, let me start out with Lauren, if you don't mind, Lauren, I'll start out with you and ask the question, what do you like about social media? Um, well, one, it's my job. No. <laughs> um, I always like to start by prefacing that my husband hates social media and I do it for a living. So I know that there are two totally different ends of the spectrum. Um, but I love it because it is a place to connect with people, um, especially if you're overseas and our missionaries and how they're doing um, different um, newsletters or things like that to connect with supporters back home. So that's a reason why I love it. I get to see what missionaries are doing across the world. 
Um, and then I also think it's a fun way to express yourself or to shop because you can shop now through social media. Um, it's just, it's one of my favorite things. So I wanted to throw the question back on you guys. So I want to hear maybe why you like social media. And if you want to share your favorite platform, I would love to hear that. So if anyone wants to volunteer. Callie. Um, I am a very creative person and I like being able to like create things and then share it. And I feel like even with like the fundraising process, being able to like bring the creative side of me into like fundraising has yeah. been cool to be able to like even with like PowerPoints and like posts for fundraising updates. It's fun to be able to like create things that are cool and cool looking to yeah. be able to put my creative side into that and share with people. So if you didn't hear her, she said that she's a very creative person and she likes to use her creativity, especially in her ministry and fundraising, and to create graphics and PowerPoints and putting those out there to share. That's awesome. Anybody else? Favorite platform? Favorite reason you like social media? Okay. Back to you, Don. Back to you, Don. Well, my uh, favorite media is Facebook because you, you knew that already, right? Because I'm of a certain age, right? Uh, Chrissy, let me ask you this question. Could you... Because uh, I'm of a certain yeah, age. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> Thank oh, you. <laughs> that turned quickly. How did that happen? Um, what, is, what is creative access? Let's start there and kind of lay a foundation, and then we can start building off of that. Creative access is our workers who are around the world in places that maybe it's not safe for them to be publicly sharing the gospel and to be, I guess you could say, proselytizing is the word that we use overseas. Um, so we have workers with IM and with THP, there are workers that are um, in those places where it's, maybe their life is not in danger specifically, but the lives of the people they work with are in danger, and that's what we're protecting, our, our relationships and our ministry. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because, um, let me give you some, a personal experience of mine. So uh, Travis is the admissions director in Arkansas. I was there prior to him, and so I was working alongside IM uh, for a long time, and there was all this talk about creative access and trying to be careful with your language and trying to say things in a certain way where you're, you're not creating a dangerous atmosphere for someone. And I'll be honest with you, as someone who was on the outside, the thing that I thought was, this is ridiculous. Why are we going through all of this trouble and trying to be so careful? Uh, because it's really about the gospel, right? It's really about the gospel and, and, and even my mindset might have been, uh, we should be confrontational. But, um, I think what I'm going to do, and rather than answer that question, I think, Jake, I'm going to put that question to you. So based off what my attitude was and based off what the real world is, why is this a real problem? Um, when we look at um, the, the world, particularly the Muslim world, and, and places that face a lot of persecution, um, there are a lot of times that um, people are, are, are killed or martyred um, not even necessarily for, the, for the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, but just because they're, um, of their relationship with workers from the West. Um, like statistically, it's more likely that um, like if, if people knew that I was a missionary, 
that that could put their lives in danger just as much as them actually accepting Jesus. Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons that I feel like we need to, to really be careful with those sorts of things. Um, and one reason that we need to be careful even with the organizations and stuff um, and, and how we, we present those online um, was there was one time I was hanging out with one of my North African friends. Just uh, I had only known him for maybe a couple weeks. Um, and he saw my THP backpack, and while we were sitting there, he Googled THP. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, it was just by the grace of God and by the, the diligence of the people in the offices and, and everything um, that he, he looked at it and he was like, oh, this was named after uh, so-and-so who, who did work here, and it, they want to reach out into the community and, and help people. I really like this, um, which was... Uh, you can just imagine how much I was sweating when, when he <laughs> yeah. started to, to Google THP. Um, but those are some of the, the reasons that we're uh, more careful about yeah. what we put on, on social media and our websites and the internet and everything. Go ahead. So he's actually working in a creative access, what we call creative access, but I would say all of our workers around the world have some of the same issues going on. Um, we were in Europe, so we weren't in a part that was necessarily that we had to be afraid of, but there were some laws there that protect um, privacy data, and so we had to be really, really careful about the kinds of things we shared. And a similar story happened to us. We were having coffee with a man one day. This is in Europe. And he said, so, I see where you work. I've looked up your website. I know all about what you do. You're here to convert us, aren't you? That's just a ministry that's not creative access. I wasn't afraid for my life. I was afraid or thinking of the relationship that I have with this person. So it is about relationships and safety. Yeah, let me add something, another story to that too, because I think it's been three years ago. We have, we have a couple here that's working in Southern Spain. A few years ago, we had um, Christianity Today, which is a great, uh, on, on, uh, online magazine, plus they publish and all that, they actually visited one of our uh, facilities in southern Spain and took pic two pictures of Muslim women, very innocent, and posted it online. And so that brings up the other side, correct? That not only are we talking about the work that we're doing, we don't want to destroy that, but also, particularly when you're working with Muslims and Hindus and and those who are close to the gospel, now you've created a situation where you've, you've put them in real danger. Now we may not be in danger, but they are in serious danger, just knowing that they're interacting with Christians and that sort of thing. Um, I don't know the rest of that story, but I think they, they just disappeared, right? And so we don't know what happened. We don't know if there was, the, the relation, we know at the very least, at the very least, we know that the relationship was severed and they were gone. And uh, so in the Muslim world, that's the big thing. Right, Jacob? That's the big thing. Um, you guys want to add anything to that? Anything that comes to mind? All right, so let me ask this to everybody, and you guys can just, let's do popcorn, okay? Um, what about tips? Uh, what suggestions do you have in engaging social media? That, from every aspect. Um, engaging as a rural Baptist or someone else. Yeah. So one thing that we would say to look for is, especially for creative access, sometimes 
um, our field workers will say at the top of the post, like in all caps or using asterisks or exclamations, please do not repost this, please do not publish these pictures, please do not screenshot. So even just paying attention to that first line is really crucial. We understand that screenshots aren't possible, but at the same time, um, the things they're communicating to you um, is very important. And so they're even willing to take that risk because they want the prayer support and they, they want you to continue to partner in that in those efforts. So just paying attention to that first line um, if they say that is one tip. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that I would say too is just, like if you have a question about posting something, um, wait until you've asked that question and that question's been answered before you, you post it. I, I know in, in woodworking and stuff, they say to measure twice and cut once. Mm -hmm. I feel like that that's sort of the same idea when we're posting about mission stuff on, on social media. Um, like if you have any doubt in your mind whether it's something that you should post or not, um, like message one of us, uh, send something to the offices and say, hey, is this okay? And uh, we would love to answer those questions because we, uh, we want our, our stories and our prayer requests and those things heard and prayed for and, and understood for everyone to have the, the passion and heart for the people we're working with is, as we do. Um, but we also, with the heart that we have for those people, want them to be safe and, and want the ministries that we're doing to be uh, taken care of and, and presented well online. Another thing I was just thinking of as they were talking is um, Look, we need to think about our language that we use, not just how we say it, but the words we use, because there's this thing called social listening, and it's where people, generally marketers are doing it, but they're, they're reading, even in our threads of what they're posts, they're reading behind that. I saw recently that um, Ben and Jerry's has found out, just from people commenting on eating the ice cream, that there are actually more people eating ice cream inside on a cold, rainy day than outside on a hot summer day, which was what we think that's when people want ice cream, because they're reading what people are writing. And so um, through artificial intelligence, people are reading the things we're writing, so we just need to be careful. I generally say follow the liberty that you feel like the missionary is giving. If they're using a Christian word, then you're probably okay. If they're using the name of somebody, it's probably okay in, a, in an open setting. If they're using it in a closed group, Absolutely not. But if they're just posting like, here I am with my friend so-and-so, you know, you're prob probably fine. Um, I know that some of our workers, especially where Jacob is, they will substitute letters in words so that artificial intelligence maybe doesn't figure out what that word is if they're trying to say Jesus or God or Christian or mm -hmm. they'll use other words like mm -hmm. father or... I usually, I usually say North African instead of Muslim, um, even if I'm talking about some of my friends from Turkey, which is in the Middle East, like just because of the context I'm in, that's sort of the phrasing that I, I tend to use um, for those sorts of things. Um, and uh, one thing that I, I've thought about is, um, even with like substituting letters, um, with the way that AI is evolving, like that might be something that we even have to start re-looking at, even if that's something that's safe now, who knows what the future holds with how, how far artificial intelligence comes. Um, and so this is, um, like as missions has evolved with social media, who knows where um, we're looking at in the future as well. Um, are any of you guys pastors or maybe you're looking at um, running your church's live stream? Or you're inviting field workers or missionaries to come and share about their ministries? 
Um, if you're involved in any type of online featuring, whether that's live stream or social media highlight or post, it's always good practice to make sure you ask permission beforehand if they're fine with being on live stream. Um, or maybe you need to cut away from the slides, or there's just some strategies that you can kind of talk through that's um, proactive for that. Um, that's another tip. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's a good point, Lauren, because that we, these guys, they will always, almost always, mm -hmm. they will call ahead and ask a pastor, will this be online and those sorts of things. Um, I'm glad you brought up about the thread because I think for, um, as a denomination, that's probably where we need to learn the most is what happens in the thread. Uh, let me ask you this question. How many times have you gone through a thread and an argument started in the thread and it was resolved? Anybody? Anybody experienced that? So I think, would you agree that that's probably where we need the most help is in the thread? I think Lauren may have spoke about that already. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. 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 So just to highlight that. Um, so let, I, don't, I don't want to dwell on this too long, but I think it's important. Jacob, maybe tell us um, what do you fear the most? I think the thing that I would fear the most is um, um, with. Like with being a missionary uh, and everything, that my friends would start associating me with being a missionary or being that sort of, um, like what their idea of a missionary is, um, and that severing relationships. Mm -hmm. um, because I, I don't have the fact that I'm a Christian with my friends. Like I'm not like a secret Christian or anything. They know I'm a Christian. They, um, like they, if they have questions about Christianity, a lot of them will ask me. Yeah. I'm like I'm like the in-house Christian for, for a lot of my friends, um, but I think that one of my biggest fears would be with me sharing the gospel with somebody or with me uh, giving someone a Bible or just telling telling the the stories um, of my friends uh, if it were to to come out or, or whatever that that I was a missionary and I was trying to share the gospel um, that my friends could be in danger. Yeah. Um, and I, I have a friend from North Africa. Uh, who um, I shared the gospel with him and everything, and um, he, he they told me that he's he's moved away from from Islam, that he doesn't believe Islam anymore. Um, but just the repercussions of his family, um, like I asked him why he didn't become a Christian, and he asked me, um, what would my mom say if I converted to Islam? Um, in the first conversation that I had with his brother, um, his brother made the statement, "Oh, we need to uh, support our, our Palestinian brothers." Um, and, and as, like, he knew I was an American and brought up Palestine in our first conversation. <laughs> so, like, we were working with some rather Muslim people. Yeah. And my friend, um, I call him Will in my newsletters and, and when I share. Um, but it could be really dangerous for, for Will to come to Christ. Um, and, and even if they found, like, even if his family, like, found out that I was a, a missionary that was, was trying to, to share the gospel with him and that he started listening to that, like that could put his life in danger even before he comes to know Christ. Um, and I think that uh, somebody being in danger um, for anything besides the gospel of Jesus Christ itself, um, besides them actually following Jesus is one of my biggest fears. So let me follow up with that. 
So what you're saying is, <laughs> you're not afraid to share the gospel. This is not a oh, ploy no, to, to just live in southern France and not share the gospel. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. Oh, no, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, no, so the, I think that with, uh, with the main reason of us being there is to share the gospel and to plant a church and everything. Um, I think that that's where it becomes so tricky mm-hmm. uh, in, in social media, even though we, we have an English center and we do other outreach things. Um, the fact that our, our main goal is to do that and, and trying to share on social media what we do without putting all of that on social media, I think is what makes it a difficult, sensitive situation. Yeah, and I think, I'm not, like, I want you guys to follow up with if you have any questions, but I think, let me just talk about from our perspective, from the stateside perspective. Um, we wrangle with these things every day, and we do this all the time, and even with us doing it all the time, it's never, it's it's never going to be perfect. We're always, even though we think we have something right, uh, one of us says, hey, we can't do this. Mm-hmm. And I think even Christy, you can, you can verify this, but um, you guys have seen the red lanyards, and we've done that purposely so that you know those red lanyards. Please don't, you know, don't take a picture, don't publish, absolutely. And guess what? We were going through our own pictures, and there was a red lanyard. So it happens. And you guys want to follow up on that question? Um, the red lanyards do have the sketch photos of the field workers mm-hmm. on there, and that has been something that we found has mm-hmm. been like a creative hack for us to still get um, their faces into promotional materials. And also, it's like we don't want to not promote or say anything because um, we're too nervous about it. Um, putting them at risk and so this has been a tool for us Um, so hopefully that helps us help them Mm -hmm. and also if you're ever needing to promote one of their photos you can always email us and ask for those Um, or you can email the field worker directly and ask for that and always be sure to use the sketch photo instead of their regular um, picture especially if it's going to be online or promoted somewhere so that is a tool for us and for you if you're going to be inviting and hosting. Even, even today as we were talking through some of the things we might talk about, we even knew that today's seminar would be recorded. So we're actually guarding our, some of our language because we know that this is going to be out there and it will probably even be edited because we want to make sure that our, if we're calling them red lanyard or creative access people, workers are safe. So, yeah. and it's an ongoing every day, just doing all we can. Yeah, I might, I might throw this in too. We're, we're gonna have question and answer here in, in just a moment. But I want you to try this. As we're doing the question answer, try to guard your language. Let's see how that works out. But in the same respect, don't be afraid because we're gonna go back and edit, make sure that everything's okay. But just to exercise to see how, how those things work. Anybody else wanna add to that? 
And I think that that's one of the difficult things about social media and, and trying to do this sort of thing as well is uh, it would be great if we could just post on somewhere online, oh, these are the words that we're going to use. Like we're going to say North African instead of Muslim or we're going to say Father instead of God or whatever. But if we post that online, then that kind of defeats the purpose it of does. us it even does. having a code. Now you have a legend. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so as, as, as soon as, uh, I don't know what to say. I want to say like the Muslims. That sounds bad. It's in, but yeah. like as soon as like uh, anybody with our our friends or creative uh, the creative access people that we're working with that could be uh, more radicalized, right. um, if they were to to find something like that, then that would just sort of defeat the purpose of us even doing this seminar. Yeah. Um, but we still are trying to find a way to to put out there. Um, just sort of how to be smart with it and how to understand things and sort of fill in the blanks when it's a difficult topic. Um, there was another thing I thought of as we were talking about how do we help protect the people who are in those areas. We don't ever use their exact locations. If you notice, we say southern this country or we, his name tag does not have his last name on it. His, we're trying, we try not to put his last name out there. Well. We try okay. not to that <laughs> but, but as you can see, things Is fall through the cracks all the time. Does anybody have a Sharpie? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are these ways that we are protecting them as well. So just trying to, trying to not have their exact location. We usually don't say the city that he's working in or some of our other workers. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So we've already shared some stories, but are there any... <laughs> Can you think, and let's, let me put this to anybody who wants to answer, but um, is there an example of something positive about social media, again, and something negative, story or whatever, anything else that comes to your mind? I have a positive. I'm sure Lauren does too, so I'll, I'll of do course. one of them. <laughs> Lauren probably has all of them. Last Sunday, I um, laid down to take a nap, and I said, oh, I'm just going to turn on social media and just kind of scroll for a few minutes. And I found myself watching a service in a church in North Carolina. Okay, great. Then I found myself watching a small section of a church in Tennessee. It was in Spanish. Then I'm like, oh, I'm just going to click onto a church in Japan. And so, I mean, I heard three languages of churches in a tiny, short amount of windows, so that's a positive thing. And the cool thing is I clicked on the church in Japan, and my daughter's voice came out because she was at that church. And I did a double take because there I was hearing my daughter giving testimony in a church in Japan. But the, these things, we, that's a great thing about social media. I'm sure, I'm sure you have things, so I'll pass well, it Well, I was just going to say the fact that Facebook has these specific settings that we can use to make it a closed private group to where they feel comfortable enough to share the ministries and the things that are going on um, in their certain areas. So I think that's awesome. Um, it can be a little bit harder to join because you may have to do it, request them as a friend and send them a message that they want to join your group, but it's totally worth it. Um, I would also say another thing is um, social media just allows us to take the gospel further um, and to be a light in the darkness of the social media landscape world as a whole. So those are just a couple other positives. Jacob, you want to yeah, I would say a positive thing just with um, being able to share prayer requests and things on social media. 
um, about two, two and a half weeks ago, um, I started to have like a chest cold and I started to lose my voice and a week and a half ago on Sunday I um, was about to speak at a church and could tell that my voice was, was going out. And so I was really, or I, I posted that morning, hey, um, I'm speaking at a church today, church Wednesday, and I have a seminar, I, I think I said I have seminars coming up next week. Um, could you pray that, that my voice holds out through those? Um, and that Sunday morning, um, I was hoarse and, and everything at the beginning of the service, but it was like my voice got better <laughs> before the end of the service, which is usually the opposite of that, yeah. uh, when you start losing your voice. Um, and it was because there was there were dozens, I think there were over a hundred people that liked and commented on that, that post. Um, and so, and just in a very tangible, recent way, I mean, even being right here and, and speaking in a normal voice right now is an answer to prayer that people pray because of, of being able to share that on social media. I mean, yeah. so, yeah, I see the, the benefits of, of social media and, and being able to be connected in that way. Let me, um, let me share myself personally, a positive and negative that I see. And I think it's, it's a great thing. Um, our people, uh, our audience, which social media has become our bread and butter when it comes to uh, communication. We, we're just, uh, and I give all the credit to Lauren and Christy, we are light years from where we were five years ago, I would say. But what that's done is it's opened up the whole world to our audience. They're seeing services that take place, they're seeing um, they're, the churches in their own context. You know, Our dream at IM is we don't transplant a tree to another country. We take the seed and we plant the seed and let that grow to be whatever God intended it to be. That's our goal, right? But while that's a positive, they're seeing all that's happening. Um, sometimes it's a challenge, if we're honest, because that doesn't look like my church. It doesn't look like my culture. And as these churches grow and mature, they become autonomous churches and they make their own decisions, they may not decide the same way that we do, and sometimes that's, that's a positive negative, if you will. So, all right, so we, we've got a few more minutes here. Um, we might be able to wrap this up into the benefits as well. I've got another question here, what safeguard practice do we coach our missionaries to use with social media? But we could probably, I want, they've got some, some things for you to walk away with. And um, so let's do that. Hand those out, and then Lauren's gonna. Lauren, are you gonna go over those with them? Yes. Okay. Half and just pass uh, you and Christy, however you want to do that, and. Pass for your section. So really, I think this will be mostly a recap of some of the stuff that we've talked about. But um, pay attention to the cues taken from the missionary or field worker as they post. Um, note their safeguard and language if they've referred to their friend only using a first initial. Um, if you happen to know that person's real name, continue in whatever they've already initiated. Um, pay attention to the messages, like not to repost or reshare this, ask permission first if you do want to. Um, and then being sensitive to cultural posts. Um, Christy, you wanna speak more on that one? Mm. Okay. Um, so sometimes somebody like Jacob might post a picture of some food he's eating. 
and he has friends in our country and friends in another country who are seeing this post. And if we go, oh, that looks gross, <laughs> what are they going to think about their dish that they're proud of? So that kind of a thing, remembering to use, I mean, it's not weird. It's different. Absolutely, it's different, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. So, yeah. Uh, and one thing that I would like to say, too, is, like, we're... We're not, like this isn't something that we're getting upset with everybody about, like, oh, you need to be careful with this. We're not going to be mad if you, it with good intentions, <laughs> we want post you to interact. something. Like, like yeah. we want you to interact. We want you to, to do those sorts of things. And, yeah. and even if you post something that you, you shouldn't or, or whatever, it's not something that's, like, we're not going to be upset with you because of that as, as long as you're I mean, willing to understand why we would be asking you to take it down. I'm like, I remember I used to do a, 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 a food review uh, videos uh, every week. French so. Food Friday, right? Yes. Um, we love and I remember, Bring it back, Jay. Yeah, Bring it back. Be, Bring it I, I remember there was one time that I had posted one of those videos, and a, and a dear friend of mine posted, uh, this man is a free will Baptist missionary. We need to come behind him and support him. And it was <laughs> just on my public page. And so I was like, thank you so much. I love the energy. I'm going to delete this comment real quick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those are the... Uh, those are the kinds of things that uh, uh, we we love your intentions with those sorts of things, um, but we still have to be careful when when we post things and and please don't be offended if we ask you to take something down because we um, it's not because we don't like what you post. Um, it's, it's because well, it could be dangerous it is. to people. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I think Lauren's gonna finish now. Um, you have these on your paper too. We'll just him um, get permission, obviously, before the live stream. Avoid using last names, photos, or exact locations. So this may come specifically in if you're sending a <coughs> newsletter or you're uh, doing a service slide or something like that. Just being careful what you publish and where you publish. Um, avoiding tagging missionaries on public posts, which this is something that we do already as I am, unless we've kind of been given, I guess, consent to tag, if you will. But um, we just try to avoid tagging altogether. Um, Again, you could ask the missionary or field worker their preference for that. Um, and then remember that posts can be saved forever with screenshots. So if you're second guessing, maybe don't do it. I don't know, Jacob could probably speak more of that. <laughs> yeah, I would say if you're, sec if you're second guessing, I would just say ask. Um, yeah. we, would, we would love to answer those questions. So uh, ask before you post. Hey, Jacob, how can they ask? A PM? Uh, yes, you could. You, yeah, DM, PM. message. AM. Message us on Facebook. Um, I mean, I would say just email somebody that you know in the offices. Yeah. Um, if you don't know okay. people in the offices, you just email anybody um, that would be. The directory. The directory. It has contact information. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. So there's you a directory can pick up the on the, the website that you can email people at. I mean, even if it's not the, the right person to, to, to contact for that question, we'll direct you to the right person yeah. for that. Uh, so were there things that you wanted to fill? Go ahead, Christy. No, 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 no. Were there other things on things that they were supposed to fill out? Were there some challenges on there? Yeah. All right, now, see ya. So this is a social media talk. We gotta like and share, right? I mean, that's what every influencer in the world says to do, like and share. 
So if you have a place there where it says share, who could you share this with today? Maybe you're coming here from a church and you need to share this with your pastor or the media guy or, I mean, obviously yourself. Maybe you need to share this with your children. You've got teenagers and you want to remind them to protect our workers. Um, so think about maybe two or three people that you would like to like and share this with today after, after you know, as you're leaving. Good. I think our big... I think our biggest thing with this is just to create awareness. Mm -hmm. So, pass the awareness along. Pass the awareness along. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and if you have taken pictures or anything today, feel free to just like blur out my face or the the THP logo on my my shirt. Uh, I will not be offended if you can see everybody else here uh, on your your posts and things uh, without me being there. Um, so if you have taken pictures, before you post them, I'd ask that you would do something like that. And if you have a question with it, come see one of us and put we can... Put an emoji on the face. Oh yeah, put an emoji on the face. We, we, can, make it, we can make it fun. Yeah. Um, 